to our quote-unquote live from Salt Lake Comic Con edition of Love and Justice. Well, it's not exactly live, but some segments were recorded in our hotel room at the Marriott across the street from the convention center, so it's live-ish. A reminder that Kelby and I will both be at Amazing Houston Comic Con this coming weekend, September 9th through 11th, at the George R. Brown Convention Center in Houston, Texas. We'll be doing a variation on our usual Love and Justice panel, previously seen at Salt Lake Comic Con 2015, Anime Los Angeles, Acon, and Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con, this time with the fabulous Xander Genre as a guest host, whom you will also hear on this episode of the podcast. Also, great news, you guys. Next week, we're doing another Mew review. For real this time. We're covering the very first Sera Mew, Gaiden Dark Kingdom no Fukatsuhen, which can actually still be found in its entirety on YouTube. Maybe it's out of copyright now that it's over 20 years old. Anyway, it's only about an hour and 20 minutes long, so you should have plenty of time to locate, watch it, and bask in all its weird, weird glory before we dissect it next week. Hold on to that dream tomorrow no. What you believe, don't let go, the road will never end. It's so interesting just to like see where, like what investing money ends up having you associated with that you wouldn't necessarily even think. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, we make a lot of hotels. Yay. Oh, God. Now we just <laughs> the most porn in the country because of all of our hotels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently they're, like, chill about it. And their grandson or son or something is, like, super, is, like, a super advocate for the LGBT community. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Which is really interesting. Um because uh, Salt Lake actually a couple years ago by some magazine was named the gayest city in the nation. No, yeah, really? it was Out magazine. Yeah, oh. yeah. And they've also got a, a gay, uh, they've got a lesbian mayor. Yes, they do. Mayor? Mayor, I think. Yeah. Mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Is, that, is that the one that they, that no, they, that was the, they booed? No, 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 no. that was the, that was the like state governor. State He's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get scared. No, they booed the guy who's not doing his job. Don't boo your lesbian mayor. I love the lesbian mayor. Yeah. No, no, no. No, that guy, oh, that He's was a piece of shit. so awkward. So basically, so... He's not doing his job. We were going over to do the Twisted Tunes panel, and so I was in the green room area with a bunch of the talent, and Jeff, the manager who I was working with, was basically saying, like, yeah, guys, we're going to meet the governor. Like, we're just... We're, we're going over, and, and the governor wants to meet us. And I was like, okay, because speaking of legacies, they have got legacy guests at these Salt Lake cons. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that... Like, since Salt Lake Comic Con started, like, Jess Harnell has been a guest every single year. Yeah. Mm. And he's just, like, built this, like, rabid Salt Lake following, which is well-deserved. I mean, he's literally one of the nicest, yeah. most genuine people alive. He seems really cool. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, so they're like, yeah, the governor wants to come meet us all backstage and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So we, like, get on the golf carts to go over there. And I was sitting backstage um, with Troy Baker's wife, Pam, and... They bring the governor up on stage and we hear like a mix of cheering and a sort of ooh sound and Pam turns to me and she's like, Do they 
did they just boo him? And I was like, ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Damn, you were in the audience. You yeah. were in the actual audience. I, yeah, I was very confused. I was, but I was in the way, way back, uh, just enjoying the show. And then all of a yeah. sudden they say like, okay, and guess who else we got here? We got the governor. And then, yeah, people were clapping. Yeah. And then people behind me just, I mean, this one guy just started, boo. <laughs> it's like the lady, it's like the crazy homeless lady in oh, Princess Bride. Hey. And then it almost seemed like he kind of spawned it off because oh, then no. I started hearing more and more yeah. people oh, yeah. go boom. Yeah. Everyone was like, can we start booing? I don't know if we can boo. And then one guy was there, we were like, it's okay to boo. Yeah. <laughs> we can, we can but that, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the what the thought process was that was on that. I mean, who brings out the governor? The, a highly at, unpopular governor, too. Uh, like he's it's not even like yeah. it was a, he's like notoriously hated in Salt Lake. Oh, wow. He is despised. That is so so funny. what was this? Was this I like mean, a maybe... publicity thing of like, don't fear me, I am one of you. Yeah. I am the third governor. I think it must be people. he was trying to curry favor. Cause he, <laughs> like I know nothing about Utah politics, but every time I'm home I'm like, I know you don't know anything about what's going on, but like, have you heard about this governor we have? And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Oh, That's man. so interesting. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. but governor aside, it was a really fun show. Yeah, no, fun. I had a blast. Um, yeah. And uh, well, and the the panel that Sam and I were both present at was um, Twisted Tunes, which I think this this is at least the third year that mm. they've done it. I don't know if they, we weren't there the first year, so I'm not sure. Well, I only, um, I only assume because this year they did. Uh, oh, it uh, probably is the third year because it was yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban. And then last year was Chamber, Chamber of Secrets, Secrets. Yeah. so most likely they did Harry Potter last year. Yeah, so or sorry, yeah, uh, yeah, correct, yeah, yeah, yeah Philosopher's <laughs> Stone. Sorry. <laughs> Harry Potter nerds over I mean, here. let's okay. be real. It was Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, Philosopher's Stone because it was literally connected to Nicholas Flamel. I know. A real, a real person. I know, but I know. in America, they called it the Sorcerer's Stone. That is true. Stone. They okay. need to learn mm. how to read. <laughs> uh, or to learn history. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, this panel, Twisted Tunes, it's called. It's basically a movie read. So what... They do is um, Jeff, who manages a whole bunch of voiceover talent, uh, Jeff Zanini, he basically like takes movie scripts and he condenses them and breaks them down into a few different scenes. Mm. And he like writes descriptions for like what happens in between the scenes. And it's really funny because it's like the next 19 pages describe a Quidditch match (laughs) (laughs) wherein Harry gets chased Chases down the snitch, falls off his broom, and gets a boo boo. <laughs> that was me attempting to do Morgan Freeman. Phil Lamar did it yeah. way better yeah. than me. They just, uh, yeah, they just get a bunch of voice actors on the stage to do readings of yeah. the scripts but in then, different character yeah, voices. Yeah. Before each before each segment, uh, the the key panelist says like, okay, and uh, uh, in the place of Neville Longbottom will be the Hulk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hermione was my favorite thing that ever happened. Please tell me someone referred to her as Hulk Hermione. I don't remember. Uh, all I remember is I Shame. think Phil, uh, Phil Lamar was the one who said like Hermione smash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Phil had a lot of like fun side commentary <laughs> happening, but yeah, Fred Tattashore did the Hulk voice for Hermione one time, and Steve Bloom did Harvey Firestein for Hermione. Oh, oh yeah, God. that was the very first one, and um, and in that scene, it was the very first scene, and they're like. Welcome back to Hogwarts. And so, like, Jess Harnell did uh, Dumbledore as Christopher Walken. Oh, my God. Hi. It's so Sam, great. Your Walken impression's better than mine. Yeah. Say, hey, welcome to Hogwarts, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go for a Quidditch match. <laughs> hey, over there. That's pretty good, Sam. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Like, I'd never gone before, 
And I've worked with Jeff uh, at some of the amazing shows. And so he was really like talking it up to me. He's like, you got to you got to see the movie reads thing. You got to see it. You got to see it. You got to see it. And I went and I was like, OK, this is incredible. It's just it's so funny. Yeah, I and, went last year when they did Chamber. We mm-hmm. Sam and I went last year when they did Chamber of Secrets. Oh, and, nice! And it was fun because they had the whole uh, Animaniacs, Animaniacs cast, yeah, Tress yeah. and Rob and and uh, oh, who's the girl that plays Dot? Tress that, McNeil. Tress is that McNeil. Tress? Yeah, Tress oh, McNeil. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they also had the uh, Maurice, the, who was the voice of uh, the oh, Maurice LaMarche. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he was great. They had him do all the, like the uh, narrators and as the brain. It was oh, just yeah. it was fantastic. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. A good show. I, Phil Phil narrating as Morgan Freeman was pretty great. I also <laughs> loved Steve Bloom narrating a Starscream because like Transformers Prime has such a, a place in my heart. It just made me really, really happy. <laughs> Sam, what were some of your favorite moments from that panel? From that panel, really, it was Hermione Hulk. Like, that, was, that was fantastic. Hulk Hermione. Hulk Hermione. Just everybody, and you know, everybody just having fun. Like, yeah. there was not a moment where people weren't laughing. That's like, true. It was yeah. fantastic. No, that's totally true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know uh, because the thing about Steve Bloom is that. He makes a living off of having a distinctive voice, not off of being able to do a large variety of voices. So Steve Bloom basically has like four voices as far as I'm (laughs) concerned. Steve Bloom, Steve Bloom with an accent, Starscream, and is that Steve Bloom? (laughs) And there was a lot of is that Steve Bloom in this panel. (laughs) Um, I also, I forget which character he played, but... uh... Phil Amaro did Chris Rock at one point. Oh, yeah. His Chris Rock was really funny. Very funny, very funny. I think maybe he well, did it wrong or... Uh, I know what my absolute favorite, uh, though, was. Mm. was fucking Troy Baker's Jeff Goldblum. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 It was like... It was terrifying. He did the he did the mannerisms perfectly too. I mean, it was you know it was Doctor Ian Malcolm, right. but like the mannerisms were perfect. You mean Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, and so I was like, I was like, literally, like get this man a wig and put him on SNL. Like this is incredible. Oh my god, his Christopher Walken was so good mm. too, because they ended up doing a walk off. Oh. So they all just did, did Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a walk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the greatest. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was super fun. That was really like a highlight of Salt Lake. I think yeah. that's like their, their like main like uh, it is. claim the fame. Oh, I'm not claim the fame, but just like it's one of the, like the Distinct. best. Yeah. yeah. One of the best panels to go to. Yeah. It's always like a packed house. Like it, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they packed the Grand Ballroom, mm-hmm. and um, you know. According to Jeff, I don't know if this is true or not, uh, but I, I adore Jeff, but, you know, it's his thing. So, of course, he's, like, super proud of it, but he, he told me that um, last year uh, Chris Evans did not fill the grand ballroom, and they did. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Because mm. people – I mean, because – Maybe everybody was too intimidated by how handsome I, Chris yes, Evans that's, is. Yes, that's very fair. They were all – the the rest of the people were backstage trying to figure out how to break into the backstage that's area exactly to attack Hug yeah. him when he got off stage, and they were all getting arrested one by one. Yes. <laughs> That's why they weren't able to be at the actual panel. Right, because their behavior was out of control and they had to be escorted out of the building immediately. <laughs> fainted and had to be carried out. It was a, it was a Beatles concert. Oh, yeah. it was just like a Beatles yes. concert. Including this uh, Kelby right here. Leave she, me alone. Yeah, we were in, I forget what uh, section we were in, but he just saunters, no, we, we he walks even, by. Okay, mm-hmm. this was last year, by mm-hmm. the way. Chris Evans wasn't there this year, but last year I was waiting to go on the very last panel that I had on Saturday, uh, which was the Guillermo del Toro panel. And oh, yeah. the back entrance to the Grand Ballroom was in that section. Yes. So he comes right out is. of the back doors, and I'm sitting right there, and I'm like, oh my God, it's Chris Evans. Oh my God. <laughs> and I just watch him, like, 
walk away, accidentally bump into a girl, and like hold her by the shoulders bef- so that, that she didn't fall over and was like, I'm so sorry. And then he just kept walking. And you were like, <laughs> I wish that was me. I did wish that was me. But it was funny because I remember having a distinct plan of what I wanted going to that mm-hmm. panel, which was, mm-hmm. or going to that con that year, was right. like, mm-hmm. I wanted to wear my Furiosa costume, which I did. Done. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kick ass at the Mad Max panel, which you I did. did. Yep. And I wanted to see Chris Evans. And I did all the other things, and I was like, well, I didn't get to see Chris Evans, because his, uh, his uh, autograph stuff sold out. Yeah, yeah. Like and within seconds. Yeah, and mm. I didn't even realize you needed tickets for it. I thought if I got in line and yeah, just paid money that Yeah, yeah, the bigger celebrities, no, they do this whole, no, like, ticketing yeah, system. So I didn't know about that, so it was gone. I was like, well, I'm not going to get to see Chris Evans, but that, you know, that's okay. I did everything else I came here to do, and then he came out the back doors, and I was like, oh, it's a perfect con. I did everything I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's pretty so, great. yes, I am a Chris Evans fangirl, but it's not because I'm attracted to Chris Evans. It's because yes, it I love uh, him. No, it's not. He's it's pretty hot. I love Captain America that much. I don't think of him that way. And Chris Evans is hot. I think he's very <laughs> handsome, but I, he's, only, he's always Captain America he's to me. Hot. Yeah, he's <laughs> very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think of him that way, yes. but you girls go ahead. Um, I also saw a couple other things uh, in the Grand Ballroom. Um, I went to, oh, I'm a terrible friend, and I don't know the last name of the mentalist. I know his first name is Paul that uh, oh, Bonnie I don't know. and I don't know who Xander is. performed uh, before uh, in the Grand Ballroom stage on Thursday night. Um, he's a mentalist, so and he does lots of like illusions, illusions and things. Bonnie and Xander say his full name uh, in the live segment Tricks that we recorded. Or something so, horrors do for money, Michael. Yes. So, <laughs> I so I do illusions. So later in this episode, you will uh, know uh, exactly what his name is. But uh, yeah, Bonnie and Xander got to perform in the Grand Ballroom, and they got to perform in the Grand Ballroom uh, one song only at the uh, cosplay contest That's intermission, right. uh, which was pretty cool because it was a packed. Ballroom, so yeah, yeah, it was definitely a really good uh, promotional opportunity for them. But um, I a very very close second for me um, to the Twisted Tunes thing was James Arnold Taylor did his one man show called Talking to Myself, and he just kind of goes through the day in the life of James Arnold Taylor as a professional voice actor, and it's incredible. He does so. I mean, I I want to hazard to guess. I think he says something like over two hundred voices over oh, the wow. course of the hour long show. Ooh. Yeah, it's insane. And the last segment is him showing how just like slight vocal modifications like take you from one character to another one. Like he doesn't do big jumps. It's like very subtle, small changes. It's it's unbelievable. And and if you've never. Um, had the pleasure of meeting James Arnold Taylor. He's just one of the like most genuine, lovely, encouraging people, and just he's like you'll you talk to him and you're like, yes, I can achieve my dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah which ca- which characters is he voice? Uh, he's Obi Wan Kenobi in Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Oh, okay. He's Tidus in Final Fantasy X. Uh, he does Fred Flintstone. He's like just uh, he does a million voices. It's okay. yeah, he's awesome. Um. Yeah, I mean, he he narrated part of Harry Potter oh, okay, as yeah. Obi Wan. Mm. Ah, yes. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> but and he does all the different iterations of Obi Wan too. So he does like Ewan McGregor and he does um Sir Alec Guinness uh-huh. and yeah, yeah. It's really good. Uh, yeah. So that that was definitely a, a a highlight for me. I was very excited to be there, and he was very grateful because we've worked together on some Star Wars stuff in the past. So. I like it. It was, <laughs> it was it was really cool, and he was just as like lovely and inspiring as ever. So, I, 
I think uh, I think anyone in this room that challenges me on this is going to get fought. <laughs> uh, but the greatest cosplay moment of that entire con was the girl walking around dressed as the um, fake Anastasia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, she was amazing. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen the animated Anastasia, there's something wrong with your life. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for those of you who who uh, it, you're blanking on it, um, when they're trying to find a girl to pass off as Anastasia, there's this older woman who comes in with too much makeup in a schoolgirl uniform and a, a, a fur, giant coat. fur coat. And she walks and she's got a cigarette in one hand and she drops her coat and goes, Grandmama, it's me, Anastasia. Anastasia. Well, there was a girl who crushed that shit. No. Mm-hmm. See, and I was convinced that in the cartoon that was a drag queen. No. No, no, no. Uh, just a little girl. This was a, yeah, this was a conversation fascinating conversation because uh, Kelby said, no, that was a drag queen. And Sam and I were like, no, that is just an old chain-smoking woman. Yeah. <laughs> and then we and then we like got her onto it and we we both have like relatives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we no, both I have, have relatives that like chain-smoked chain and have these sort of I, deep I have, I have an aunt who we call Uncle Leah because <laughs> she, she has been smoking since she's basically been like 13. Uh, yeah. uh, and she just has this really deep, deep, deep voice that I'm almost a little jealous of. Kind like of. deeper yeah. than Kathleen Turner? Uh, deeper than that, yeah. Wow. Like graveled, like has gargled yeah. with rocks for every morning. <laughs> my, my, uh, my grandma on my dad's side and her sister, Aunt Elaine, uh, when they would laugh too much, it would sound like marbles rolling oh around in their Oh, man. So I always assumed it was like a chain-smoking yeah. lady. Mm. No, see, and Because she, she also had a cigarette, so it's like yeah. she didn't, just I didn't, guess, didn't smoke I a lot. Yeah. Was, but I thought it was a drag queen nah. who smoked too much, because, and I'm not alone. <laughs> With Kelby, I'm with uh, I know I'm with Sam and Lola on this. Uh, Sorry, Kelby. See, because Kelly's wife Tanzan agrees with me that it was a drag queen, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, well. we had uh, but she was such a good cosplayer. Yeah. She crushed yeah, it. She blocked out her I eyebrows was like, yeah. and everything. Oh, I, I, just every other cosplayer I mean, would go home. Really, my only disappointment of this convention was that that Oran High School host oh, club group yeah. was not there again. You let us down, boys. You let us down, boys. I saw a couple of Oran host club yeah, members. Individual, but yeah, individual. Yeah, no, no actual group. But not the group. Oh, but not that group. <laughs> I, I was going to say, though, with uh, jumping off of Lola's uh, uh, sentiment, uh, this I felt like this was like the con of like deep cuts. Like There were a oh, lot yeah. of cosplayers oh, that were yeah, just like yeah. came out of nowhere. It's like, ah, yeah, like Lola some... included. Oh, yeah. Lola's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I did a Crash Down Cafe uniform from yes! Roswell. Yes. And uh, every boy had no idea what I was. And every girl who watched WB in high school <laughs> in, in, their, in the 90s was like decibel levels. Like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> My mom liked your costume. <laughs> My mom loved Roswell. Uh, we saw the, well, thanks yeah. to him. Uh, Grandma from Ernest or no, the aunt? I think, I believe her name was Aunt Petunia, but that's what I was going to mention is that like deep, deep cut, uh, Ernest P. War, uh, I believe it was when Ernest goes to jail, uh, or actually during like uh, uh, Ernest history, uh, he had a character who he called Aunt Petunia, which he would uh, go to different car lots and like, how much is this car? I will give you five dollars for it. Uh, there was a dude walking around. There was a in dude walking costume. around as Aunt with That's the amazing. with the uh, with neck the brace. neck brace and oh, everything. Oh, it was fantastic! It was amazing. I haven't seen. I have never seen Aunt awesome. cosplay, and the fact that people are doing that. Uh, from Ernest is amazing. Yeah. Oh, there was a, a Parker's mother from Insidious oh, too. Oh yeah, and, uh, mm-hmm. and the black lady, and the the, the lady in black, the, the lady in black. who like I forget her like official title. But yeah, there was like some deep cut Insidious cosplay. Yeah. There was Ernest cosplay. 
Um, Anastasia oh, cosplay. Anastasia cosplay. And there was another one. Does anyone remember? There was, oh, shoot. There was another one that was like really, really deep cut and it blew my mind. I'll, I'll, when I remember, I'll bring it up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't know if I was there with you. <laughs> yeah. But it was good. But it was but, a good but it was all cosplay good, show. But yeah, a lot of good cosplays. I enjoyed everything. One of my favorite. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite moments uh wasn't actually in the con it was from our hotel room guys we would spend like like uh hours just looking outside our hotel oh, room that was so fun. and oh, yeah. and just people watch and yeah. we had such a good we had a good view from where we were and we would just make stories about the different cosplayers or the different <laughs> characters in cosplay like what they were doing together it was amazing yeah no mm. that's awesome at, mm. at one point it was sort of like um uh the stereotypical like if someone was like we need clip art of what it's like going to a convention i looked out the window and there was a a stormtrooper carrying a cardboard box oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. just oh, crossing nice. across the crosswalk like he got kicked off the Death Star. <laughs> we made, we, that story, we made that story, yeah, where he, he was like, fired. the day before the, day the before Death Star exploded. exploded. He yeah. got kicked off the Death Star. Oh. They're like, we're laying you off from the Death Star team. And he's like, oh, damn it. I'm la- I got fired right before the big mission. Man. And then like, as, <laughs> as it blows up, he goes, I should open a flower shop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. But, Follow uh, my dreams. But yes, we did. We had a very nice view from our hotel room. Our hotel room was very close to the convention center. And we did, in fact, bring our podcast gear and uh, recorded a little live quote unquote segment yes. uh, with uh, the fabulous uh, Bonnie Gordon and Xander Genre, Bonnie of ABC's The Quest fame. She's also the voice of Armika and Street Fighter. And Xander was a finalist on season two of King of the Nerds. And together they are the Library Bards, <laughs> who I previously mentioned uh, got to perform a couple of times uh, during the course of Salt Lake Comic Con. Uh, but yes, they were nice enough to come up to our hotel room and record a little segment uh chatting about what was going on with us that day so here it is now another deadpool's walking over he's dressed in cosplay and his mask it Podcast at Comic Con, and then we're in Salt Lake. Comic Con. (laughs) Wow. We're just going to roll with that. Sure. We're not actually going to talk about anything. We're just going to do a parody of We're going to improvise a parody of Total Eclipse of the Heart. When did this podcast become a musical? It's always been a musical. It was always a musical. It was always a musical. No, it's so true. Yeah, people always comment, actually. They're like, there's like three part harmony on your podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we're kind of, we all took theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. here yeah. went to theater school. We that, like to that sing. That is actually accurate. Is there any, both Bonnie and Sandra, do you guys both also go to theater school? I as have well? a theater yep. degree. Yeah. yeah. Same. <laughs> musical theater major opposite. Yep. Yep. Okay, good. Yep. Yep. Great. Musical theater. So then yep. all, all of us are, are theater nerds. Yep. Yeah. Theater nerds. I did an opera program in Germany one summer. <laughs> that was uh, awesome. Yep. And yep. I saw that opera episode of Looney Tunes where Bugs oh, Bunny so crossdressed. Basically, so an expert. I'm yeah. right there with yeah. you. Kill Kill the there's, a, there's literally an <laughs> opera the of uh, of Kill Rosa the Versailles. Rabbit. There is a literal oh, yeah, yeah, opera yeah. Of, of Rosa Versailles. Yes, I want it. I've <laughs> heard of it. Yep. I'd like to see that. Yep. We, oh, because we could do a double feature of that and, and the, the Scarlet Pimpernel Takarazuka. Do you know about that? They made a Takarazuka of the Frank Wildhorn Scarlet Pimpernel. What is this podcast? Again? <laughs> Everything. Bonnie is so confused right now. I'm just on the other side of the room going. She's literally <laughs> on a bed 
all by yourself. Yeah. No one wants to sit next to me. This is my middle school. Let me, it's because you're the only one with a microphone again. cord Let me that describe this that room for you. There are four of us on one bed in this room. <laughs> Bonnie's on the other bed, and Sam's in the corner reading manga and <laughs> trying not to Academia. get in the way. Yeah. That's such a great yes. manga slash anime. Um, it's so good. Because we're all trying to gather in one hotel room at Salt Lake Comic Con to just talk about Salt Lake Comic Con. Oh, yeah. No, you said podcast suite wrong? Oh, yes. Podcast oh, you're right. That's correct. We yes. are in the VIP Love and Justice. <laughs> podcast suite. Copyright suite. sponsored by. What are we sponsored by? Sponsored uh, Apple Apples. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, when, when we first got into town, I went to the grocery store. I got really excited because there was a discount box of fake Apple Jacks called, I kid you not, Apple Dapples. <laughs> and it looks like a fake cereal box from a TV show. It does. Yeah. It looks like a fake brand. That I thought it was like a <laughs> I was like, wow. Bonnie's like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, in this just, is that an anime? Like, yeah. what, what cosplay prop is that for? One of my favorite, <laughs> the Star just like Wars off on year. a tangent, you guys were talking. I went to your uh, panel about magical yeah, girls. Thank you. Yeah. I was there too. In the Magic yes, Night, were. in the Magic Night Ray Earth movie, right. there is a Subway like uh, product sponsor, but oh, it, yeah. but they changed it to be Subway so that you wouldn't get in trouble. And I remember that to this day. I'm like, Subway. <laughs> it's like, why didn't Magic Night Ray Earth just like write a letter to actual Subway right? being like, want to pay some of our production costs yeah. for some yeah. product placement? But I suppose but at that time, that. Subway would be like, but no, they still do that, you? though, because don't yeah. they, in, in the Devil's a Part-Timer, don't they work at a knockoff McDonald's? They work oh, yeah, at not yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. 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 Do you guys want to... Oh. It was like Subway with an accent, you know, like, welcome to Subway. Subway. I learned a really fun fact. I showed some friends of mine, Josie and the Pussycats, for the first time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And um, she was so excited about the product the placement. The movie, specifically. The movie. Yes. And because they have, like, you know, everything is, is like, over-branded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So uh, my friend Molly looked everything up. I was like, yeah, I, they sponsored it. And she Googled it. They were not sponsored. <laughs> they, they wrote just... to all of these companies and said, we think it would be really funny if uh, this plane was just Target brand plane. You don't have oh to pay us. God, Can we put... What? And all of these companies were like, that's hilarious. Go ahead. <gasps> oh, no wow. way. Every company that is like ridiculously branded in Josie and the Pussycats... They ju- they didn't they did not endorse, they, oh did not endorse. That's hysterical. They, they were like knock yourselves out that that we don't have to pay to advertise yeah. in your movie have fun yeah. <laughs> wow well, it's like I learned some interesting facts uh, about Salt Lake City and uh, Marriott hotels this weekend <laughs> uh, mis- welcome to Marriott Cast. well yeah. this is the thing so I said on our panel today because um, so I've been helping out uh, with some of the celebrity guests that they have here. Um, and they all have Dasani water bottles at their tables oh, yeah. for signings at all times. And for all of the panels, we always get these Dasani water bottles. So I'm like, is Dasani like a sponsor of this? So apparently, so Dasani is a uh, Coca-Cola product. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. So I guess that like Coca-Cola like had something going on out in Salt Lake for a little while. They're in, I mean, their headquarters is in Atlanta, but... Um, Which is weird, because don't the Mormons... Like, they're, li- they're liberal when it comes to the soda. I oh. learned this on the drive. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like a 50-50 thing. Half, yeah. of them, half of them think it's cool, and half of them are like, no, it's bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but uh, J.W. Marriott, the uh, person... There you go. Uh, uh, J- oh, J- one more. <laughs> there you go. You get in the sneeze corner. Bonnie's oh having God. a sneezing Nobody attack. Nobody next to me. But yeah, so so J.W. Marriott, the person... I guess is from Salt Lake City and so that's why there are specific like we are at a Marriott hotel and there's like tons of Marriott hotels in the area now the Marriott's are actually because of the hotel chain 
the largest distributors of porn in the United States of America because of people, people purchasing porn oh. on their hotel TVs <laughs> and their LDS. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wait, like, at this moment, LDS she porn? should have a star floating above her head going, the more you, you know. Fun facts with Emma. Right? <laughs> we'll talk about Marriott. Right. I should make that show just like of all the useless information I know. <laughs> oh, I could I could go with you too. Yeah, perfect. There we go. <laughs> That's the what we're gonna do. In the making. They'll yep. be on the YouTube uh, TM, channel. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> the more you know, the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, Bonnie and Xander are out oh. here this weekend and you guys played a uh, concert last night. A mm-hmm. little a little short intro. Yeah. yeah. We were the opening act for magician Paul Draper. Yeah. And Paul, I know because of his numerous appearances on the television series Home and Family, yeah. which films oh. on the Universal lot. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, um, they used to use the VIP trolleys mm-hmm. to transport guests down to Home and Family. So, Literally, the MC would sit at the bottom of the uh, escalator at the studio tour and be like, anybody want to be in the audience for home and family today? I don't know why the MC sounds like that. Uh, Usually they sound like this. Hey, you. Did. Yeah, or uh, uh, it's really hot, or, and I didn't get right. a shift doing what I wanted to they, do today. Or, or oh. if they were the uh, now retired Justine Marino, it would be, "Hey guys, <laughs> who wants to go see Home and Family today? <laughs> it's like a show where they talk about cooking, and it's hosted by Christina Ferrari." <laughs> um, but uh, I think they, I had a tour with that <laughs> girl. Girl, uh, yeah. Whoops. Uh, but anyway, um, so they. Uh, oh, I thought you were just saying like. Girl, I get it. I understand. Uh, no, girl. Sorry, I missed Jennifer. Girl, that's no, fine. Please. Fine. Uh, no, 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 I was saying it was a lady. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so then whoever the door greeter was that day at VIP, you were going to be the guide because anytime you use a studio tour vehicle of any kind to transport guests, there has to be a tour guide on the vehicle. Hmm. Um, so they would just send the door greeter down and they're like, you're going to go sit on this trolley while these people go down to home and family. And then you just to hang be on out. this terrible, boring show. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by home and family. <laughs> <laughs> like, Except for the episodes that Paul Draper was on. They were very, they were yeah. very, yeah. very entertaining. I imagine myself awesome. going in for some sort of interview for something. And they're like, hi, Oh, we would hire you except, um, one of our staff members listens to a podcast <laughs> on, and you call this terrible and stupid? Girl. No. <laughs> girl. No, it was, it was actually a girl, not me. Yeah. You said it was terrible and stupid. Yeah, uh, no. it was, yeah so I, I was I was the, the guide for Home and Family one time and Paul was on there. So I was watching your show last He's night. Awesome. I was like, why is he so familiar? Yeah. Uh, and it was specifically that twisting the spoon trick that I immediately oh, yeah. knew who he was. And then when he did the one where everybody draws and he just listens, yeah. I was like, got it. He's done. Amazing. I know exactly yeah. who that is. Are you? And like, the thing is like the, the thing that blows my mind is it's not like a trick. It's not like a magic trick. It's like a skill. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy. It, yeah. It's totally not. Yeah. yeah. I'm it's not going to lie. Totally he is like, I don't know, 40 degrees. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, he's like 98 degrees, but like, like intelligence, <laughs> like with actual pieces of paper. Oh, nice. I felt like like the band, like yeah. uh, no, that's, why like, band. that's why I said like ninety eight <laughs> degrees, but he has like ninety eight degrees on his wall. Oh, yeah. great! Oh. Like anthropology. Oh, do they all? But do they also uh. like sing in the rain and wear V neck shirts? <laughs> no, with they have. They, he was on a magazine cover, but he was like several people, and he was dressed as a fireman without a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, okay, we're not talking about the same Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and now you guys have also been asked to be the intermission act for the cosplay contest yeah. tomorrow. It was wow. funny because we were backstage after our show and we were like, oh yeah, this was so great. Thanks for letting us perform. You know, because usually at cons, this is what we usually do. And then the guy was like, 
oh and then he like brought the host of the of the um cosplay the con- contest yeah. over yeah, was yeah. Like, this is what they usually do and the guy was like oh no he was like great our act <laughs> yeah, just canceled, our act just canceled. Oh, no. so he was kind of like you're hired and like you didn't see us perform like you're hired this is like, how okay. movies okay. start yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. wait but this also is, but yeah. also this is how Justin and the pussycat starts so be careful yes. oh, yeah. oh my oh, god you might get no, i'm on board no Let's go for an adventure now i, now I want to just make a, a library bards <laughs> movie in the yeah. vein of Josie and the pussycat and spice world we're also yeah. writing our memoir right it's a bard not life what's the boy bard in uh Du jour. So like Paul and Storm could be like your du jour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Du jour Wait, no. means friendship. Wait, what? Copyright, copyright, copyright. Nobody steal this idea. No, 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 this we're gonna do that this is the first time we're just like walking aimlessly like we have no purpose yeah. <laughs> like it's today so we just weird, walked in it? circles i'm yeah. like look at all the things we're seeing this is amazing <laughs> what do we do now i guess we can sit we can sit down yeah what is this i know yeah we can get coffee we can just sit yeah it was funny <laughs> uh happened. so when we so uh Bonnie, Xander, Sam, who's over there reading his manga, and I uh, actually all just recently went to the Twisted Tunes oh, movie yeah. read of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yep. And uh, I, I was I went over with the talent, and they drove us over on golf carts. <laughs> uh, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, and when we were riding back, uh, Steve Bloom's handler for the week. So basically, like their their manager was like yeah i need help with like handlers and stuff i was like okay cool and then we got there and it's like actually they have people that are here that are assigned to them so just hang just out. hang out <laughs> and you know make sure that they show up and i was like okay so now you're the handler for the handlers i'm the, I'm the handler for the handlers uh, yeah okay. yeah basically it's it's Emma's whipping him into shape oh she's yeah. like her she's like get in shape uh, with yeah it's but like the girl a, who watches the watch but the girl the handles the handlers. exactly yeah. uh but the girl who uh is with steve bloom today uh she was with troy yesterday and troy's wife pam always like is his handler and rep and so like she was like i didn't really have anything to do yesterday and like i don't know i'm here to work so i want to work and so they like put her with steve and then he was like oh i made her work very hard oh, today nice. <laughs> so, i know i know that bonnie and xander have to like take off soon yeah, yeah so we have 15 minutes yeah. Fitting. Well, then, what was your because our favorite? Wife is disappearing. Oh, well, uh, then, what was your favorite part of the con so far? Go. Uh, I, I honestly, and it's not just because I'm in this room. I really like the magical girl panel. Really? Because yeah, because like it was so interesting because mm-hmm. nobody goes into that detail, you know, of like where this came from, originated oh, from. Yay. To that. Oh yeah. Yeah, Thanks, it was Anders. really, really interesting. And like, I get goosebumps like talking about this kind of stuff and yeah. seeing the fandom. Yeah, know. and it was oh. great. You guys playing those clips and stuff. Yeah, just, that like, was get really everyone good. like singing along to the oh, themes. Yay. And, and it's funny to show all the different. Um, you know, there's so many different. Oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Evolutions. Yeah, yeah. Like inspirations. Yeah. To where it's kind of sh- it's really cool to see it from the beginning to this to that, then the live action, then this, and then now what it is today. Yeah. To where you guys were just showing the clips. It was it was fun for me coming from a standpoint of not being a crazed Sailor Moon fan like you guys are. Right. And we are I'm pretty like, crazy. Oh, I, I, 
Right. We are pretty crazy. We're crazy. <laughs> we're crazy. <laughs> know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know Sailor Moon, but I don't know Sailor yeah, Moon. Yeah, like, yeah, you guys. Yeah. To where I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea there was this. Oh my gosh, this is hysterical. I can't believe there's a live action version of this. So it yeah. made me happy. Like, I knew it existed, but I've never seen any of it. Yeah. So it was fun for me to watch all of these different things. Oh, and I'm like, Aww, and I'm like making guys. mental notes in my head. Need to watch that. Now I'm addicted yeah. to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we let you guys go, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Well, I am Xander, and I'm Xanderific <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter at uh, yeah, you are. Xanderific with two R's and one F. Yeah. Wow, it's been a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm Bonnie. That's it. <laughs> You're just Bonnie. Yeah, yeah that's that's Bonnie. 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 <laughs> no, uh, at Bonnie Bell G. And together we're, we're the, the Library, Library Bards. Bards. <laughs> and you can find us all over social media at Library Bards. Bards. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Spotify, Patreon, iTunes. Yay! All of your money. All right. Well, thanks for chatting with us, you guys, and we'll be enjoying the rest of our convention with you. So I'm sure we'll see you later. And I probably will see you guys for the rest of the weekend. That's been great. That's what I said. So yes, obviously we recorded that before they performed at the uh, cosplay contest. Yeah. But yeah, as I said, they it was like fifty thousand people or something that fits in wow. that ballroom. So it's like crazy. What's really funny is that like while we were recording, not fifty thousand, I was 5, like, whoa. 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 <laughs> I was like, it's a stadium, you guys. <laughs> Uh, is it like the TARDIS? I know it was big, but I'm tired, guys. <laughs> what was funny about like recording that segment was uh we you know we all handed out the mics and right. I'm just like chilling on the bed like laying like a lazy piece of shit like with my microphone right next to my yeah. mouth and I'm like I wish we could record like this all the time. <laughs> 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 Sorry, no. I keep it so formal and no, make no, us no. all sit at a table. We should, we should sit at a <laughs> she table. She actually also makes us put on fancy suits. It's you true, can't tell. Yes. We're wearing very starched collars. Yes, yes. This is a very professional podcast, guys. Yes. Our <laughs> microphones are sitting on fine china. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. There is slicked back. Mm -hmm. Of course. We, and uh, there are forks. You're supposed to use them for things, but we don't know what they are. Yes. <laughs> we only drink champagne. <laughs> on top of that. That's okay, out, of yeah. those, out of those, like, flat uh, flutes. Oh, you know those what are I mean? so much fancier. I know. So much fancier than the tall skinny ones yeah <laughs> welcome to champagne cast yes uh but the reason that we brought our podcast equipment with us was because uh xander has just started uh recording a podcast called the sorting which is basically uh something we all do anyway uh, anyone true. who's a fan of harry potter and lots of other fictional things or even just do it with your friends uh everybody kind of naturally has conversations about which Hogwarts house their favorite fictional characters or their friends would be in so that is the concept behind the sorting is that Xander and a guest uh, sort six fictional characters from a particular universe into their respective Hogwarts houses and uh, I actually sorted uh, six characters from Sailor Moon the inner century and tuxedo mask into their respective Hogwarts houses uh, the episode is not out yet we'll be sure to let you know when it is but in the meantime this is a little preview of the sorting that Xander and I recorded at Salt Lake Comic Hello and welcome to the Sorting Podcast. My name is Xander Genre and I'll be your host. Together with a special guest, I'll sort fictional characters into the four Hogwarts houses. Today we're sorting Sailor Moon with special guest Emma Fife. 
I think we should start with Ray. Ray, Sailor okay, Mars. okay. Uh, any like gut reactions on if you were the Sorting Hat, where would you put Ray? I mean, and that is the thing is a lot of the time you will actually find characters that it's it, including Harry Potter himself, yeah. who it's difficult to decide Gryffindor or Slytherin sure. because ultimately Salazar Slytherin and Godric Gryffindor valued a lot of the same traits. Exactly. Let's do number two, Sailor Jupiter. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the times when we sort superheroes, that urge to protect, protect like almost everybody fits into Gryffindor. To Gryffindor, for sure. So where we, we kind of like say like, yes, but also where would she do best? Uh, let's knock one out real mm -hmm. quick before okay. we take a break. Okay. Uh, Sailor Mercury. So since we did my favorite Sailor mm -hmm. Scout, it's only fair to move on to Sailor my. Venus. Yeah. So like rule out Ravenclaw. Like there's no, no I don't think she. No, it's definitely, in no version would I ever no. say Ravenclaw. No. I think you could definitely make an argument for Slytherin. You could definitely make an argument for Gryffindor. Tuxedo mask. Mamoru mm. Chiba. <laughs> Local asshole. Mamoru yeah. Chiba. I'm I mean, he's kidding. got the best fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> in the anime that's true sweaters so and those purple pleated pants yeah and the donut sleeves yeah <laughs> he just shows up and throws roses yeah. and distracts people right yeah yeah i and that's that's running head first into danger yeah without any weapon any or, forethought at yeah. all except that one time in the sailor moon r movie where he like stood in front of a billboard for at least 24 hours to like <laughs> magically appear from this like right. martini ad sailor moon herself oh yes but i think what makes her brave is honestly like how loyal she mm. is to her friends it's all and not friendship. only that but also how loyal she is to the idea of people being good. good. I think it's just a testament to the the series itself um, and just kind of how strong the, the storytelling is really. Yeah. And as you say, it's like Gryffindor definitely does fit that mold of, okay, this is your typical main character right, right. um you know they're they're brave they're a little reckless yeah, and, but yeah. uh but yeah I, I think um i think that usagi is definitely so yes guys look forward to that once the sorting podcast officially goes live as of right now they just have a little preview of xander explaining what the sorting is but i think it's pretty self-explanatory uh, and for any of you who are going to be at amazing houston comic-con coming up this weekend it sounds amazing it mm -hmm. is uh we will be doing a live version of the sorting it'll be uh xander myself kelby and who knows who else is going to be on that panel Some but crazy wacky mystery it again. should be a good time it'll be it'll be super fun and interactive so you'll be able to suggest uh series and which characters you want to sort and we're just going to try to bang out as many as we can in awesome. the uh hour that we have it's so funny because like it's it's kind of like a 20 30 minute podcast i'm so used to really long podcasts oh, yeah. and i actually like long podcasts Same. it's so funny because i wouldn't sit down and watch like for example i'm friends with many people that are involved in this and i love them all very dearly but i don't watch critical role their sessions for D D are like three hours long yeah. i'm like guys I mean who has that long of an attention span? I mean, that, that's uh, Dungeons and Dragons altogether. It's like, it, I don't, I've never really had uh, any kind of campaign that lasted le more or less than like yeah. two hours. Like, I know, I totally agree. I've, uh, I've had a few, I've had a few campaign like sessions where oh. uh, we played for eight. Oh, listen, oh, I, I had can, a few eights. I've easily played D and D for six, eight hours myself before, yeah, but like yeah. I can't but imagine just somebody else sitting and it. watching somebody else yeah. play. I mean. Granted, it's an incredibly well-crafted story, and, like, Mercer always gives all of the NPCs, like, crazy, unique personalities yes. and voices, but, like, that's so much. 
Uh, Our resolve is not as strong. It's no, it's not. But I love, I love that there are people that love it so much. Your constitution isn't high enough no. to no. sit through three it's hours. Not, you roll low on constitution. I did roll low on constitution. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always had sort of low constitution characters. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, but my charisma is through the uh, roof. I'm, side note: I'm playing a low charisma character right now, and that is really fun. Actually, uh, <laughs> you're like, I try to charm someone. It doesn't go well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I always play rogue characters with super high charisma. So I talk my way out of shit all the time. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so, uh, but again, I, I adore that people love Critical Role so much, and they're all wonderful, lovely human beings, so if you are a Critical Role fan, good for you. I just don't have the attention don't span. Don't fight us. Mm. Yeah, um, and, uh, but I, but like, I can listen to, you know, two hour long podcasts, no problem, because I usually listen to them while I'm driving, right. or... Mm. When I'm working on something else, or housework. And, yeah, or, exactly, yeah. exactly. So it was really funny to do just like a 20 minute podcast. I was like, oh, we're done. You don't want to have long debates about this and talk about all the different versions of Sailor Moon. Which, by the way, and you'll hear more of it when you um, get the full episode. But in the because we talked about we sorted the characters based on their personality in the 90s anime only. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to sort the 90s anime characters, with the exception of Ami, who like you know. Probably Ravenclaw because yeah. of the whole smart thing. Well, she's pretty stable all the way through. Yeah, yeah, she she's the least different mm-hmm. uh, across the board. But like, pretty much all of them, it's like kind of Gryffindor-y because they all sort of. I feel like in the '90s anime got a little more pigeonholed into like the what you would expect in a typical hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like I I think some of the uh, some of the darker personality traits were kind of missing. And they were replaced with kind of shallow personality traits in the case of Ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I'm going to take the opposite swap, and I'm going to say I think uh, there's more of an argument for most of them to be Hufflepuffs than Gryffindors. Okay, <laughs> no, I can see that, because too. Because they're so based on unity yeah. with each other. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I, but I do think it's like very, like, it's hard except for Ami to be with en- with any of them to say, like, Ravenclaw or Slytherin. And even mm-hmm. for Ami, it's like you can make a very strong case for Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm I'm actually super amped that he's uh, doing a podcast that has episodes that are about 20 minutes long because for me and it's one of the reasons I get so like happy when people tell us they listen to this podcast in their car. I like longer podcasts that I can listen to in the car, right? With uh, that no, nothing will distract me from. And I also like super interesting podcasts that are 15 or 20 minutes because when I can't sleep at night and I'm trying to listen to something interesting that will also help me feel like relaxed at the end of the day right, like right. a 15 or 20 minute podcast mm-hmm. and so when Xander was like oh yeah these episodes are like 15 20 minutes long I was like perfect I can just go to sleep with to the sound of Xander <laughs> <laughs> he has a very soothing voice he does yeah yeah I was like this is gonna be a perfect nighttime podcast yeah <laughs> no Xander has a has a great uh speaking voice to listen to yeah so. we on the way home we were talking about because we were talking about yeah. like the Harry Potter stuff and for everything. the for the record Emma flew home and uh and the, we, the rest know. of us went on like a crazy road trip <laughs> But the craziest had, uh, road trip. The craziest, well, mm, no, yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, but Will Sterling rode back with us, our buddy Will Sterling, and we were talking about how you could also uh, sort people according to their favorite Ninja Turtle. Oh, yeah. Like, which yeah. actually seems pretty, pretty yeah. good. It yeah. says a lot about like who you are as a person, depending yeah. on which turtle you like the best. That's so interesting. Because <laughs> well, we were talking about like uh, uh, Zodiac. Zodiacs yeah. and how like there are so and many like, Zod- yeah, Zodiacs. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really tell anything from Zodiac. <laughs> and then Will was like, but Ninja Turtles. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Who, there's, there's who is four. everybody's favorite Ninja Turtle out of curiosity? Uh, Leo was my favorite. Okay. Raphael. See, growing up, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. I was going to say, growing up, Michelangelo was my favorite. But now I've... 
now I feel like I'm waffling between Donatello and Leonardo, both of whom were not my favorites growing up. I liked Raphael and Michelangelo the best. Mm-hmm. So I still have like a, a soft spot for Raphael. <laughs> my mom loves Raphael. my favorite forever. He's such a he's, smart ass. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely kind of an asshole. Also, I was very amped when he swore in the movie oh, when I was yeah. a kid. And yeah. he swore. I was like, he's so cool. He swears. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait until yeah. I can swear. See, now I wanna, I'm going to tell Xander that he needs to sort the oh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Ninja Turtles. See, oh, you know what? Cool. Now, But yeah. now I'm thinking about it, and it's kind of like, you know, I have evolved along with Rob Paulson because Rob Paulson was Raphael mm-hmm. originally, and now he's Donatello. Yep. So, times and, change. And <laughs> but we, Rob Paulson never does. I know, my God. <laughs> but he's phenomenal. But it's really cool how you, if you uh, listen to him back-to-back doing Raphael or doing Donatello, he has, like, a distinct personality Oh, yeah, both. definitely. And it's not like, oh, he just did the same thing over. No, no, it's not at all. It's still Rob Paulson, but they're completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's, he's amazing. I interviewed him. Uh, we got the opportunity to interview um, a lot of the cast of the current Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. Mm -hmm. And so I was interviewing him, uh, Greg Sipes, who's the voice of Michelangelo, and Eric Bauza, who's the voice of Tiger Claw, one of the villains, uh, and also a very dear friend of mine. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we, and and it was so funny because like I started just talking with like Greg and Eric and then Rob like ran in and joined and as soon as Rob arrived, we all just like sat there and like listened to him Mm -hmm. because he's just so full of like, Wisdom. Well, he, has own, he has his own podcast. What is Rob Paulson's podcast? Uh, his, yes, he talk, does. Talking talk tunes. tunes. Yeah. yeah. His podcast is really great. It's well, really great. I yeah. listen to that one a lot. He's just really inspirational and just on his take yeah. on the business. Yeah. And uh, he's always very adamant about saying, like, the nice people he's ever worked with are always voice actors. Yeah. So there's just something about how hardworking they are. And it's just they're great people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was the he was the first time that I figured out who voice actors were mm-hmm. because there were multiple shows I liked and I had yeah. characters that I loved the most on each one. And then there was one day where I somehow put the pieces together and was like, oh, all of my favorite characters are the same goddamn guy. Yeah. I think I just have a crush on this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was like, well, what did this other guy do? And that's how I started figuring out that people could be voiceover actors. Because yeah, in yeah. my mind, it was like, you just got this one job, and like your job was being Yakko, or your job was being Raphael, mm-hmm. or your job was being this thing, and like you just did that. And that was like what you did. And so right. I was like, oh, you can, he can just be anybody. Yeah. yeah. All the voices. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think Rob Paulson was like the first voice actor that I was super aware of mm-hmm. as well, just because, you know, he has always been like very present and vocal in the voiceover community. And as you say, like he did voices on like all of our favorite Child cartoons for him. <laughs> well, like he also in uh, in Spaceballs, the scene where the guys are combing the desert <laughs> and they like call back. Rob Paulson's one of those voices. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Look it up on IMDb, man. <laughs> we ain't found shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Rob scenes. Paulson, and I cannot remember who the other person is, but it's another like I love that totally so much. awesome voice actor. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Rob. Uh, this was the first year in a couple years, I think, that he hasn't been at Salt Lake Comic Con, and yeah. I saw lots of people tweeting at him, being like, "We missed you, man." I believe because he was at a different convention at the time. He was. He was at Fan Expo in Canada. Fan Expo. That was the other thing. Was this weekend? So many. Holy cons. moly! There were so many conventions happening. Because <sighs> it was Dragon Con. Dragon Con, Fan Expo in Toronto. Toronto, Salt Lake Comic Con, um, Sabaton Con in uh, Phoenix, which is their big anime show. San Japan. Uh, San Japan, yep. Uh, Nandes Con in Denver. Uh, 
but um, San, Fr- San Francisco Comic Con. No, NerdCon in Escondido was a couple weekends ago. You're right. Uh, um, uh, there's another really big one that I'm totally blanking on right now. Oh, PAX West. Yes, PAX West. Uh, yeah, it was like absurd how many so conventions. Many yeah, San Francisco Comic Con. I knew a bunch of people at. Um, yeah, what the heck, man. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, yeah. apparently so. <laughs> well, I remember what the cosplay I saw. What oh, was what was it? It was after we had the conversation about how um, uh, uh, Kelly's wife wanted to be Madame Medusa. Oh, yeah. And I saw a Madame Medusa the next, <gasps> oh, like later it. that day. She walked by me and I went, Holy shit, it's Madame Medusa from The Rescuers. Oh, I missed her. Oh, I didn't get to see her. AKA wow. one of my favorite fictional villains of all time. She's a pretty <laughs> great villain. Yep. Uh, yeah. I was like, whoa, like literally so many characters that I was like, man, no one ever does that. Someday I'm going to do that. And Salt Lake was like, did you mean this thing? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and there were some uh, Galaxy Quest aliens. Oh, yeah. and, and, oh yeah, yes, I, I saw them. I saw them. them too. And the Galaxy Quest crew, because they, uh, they brought their whatever that ball uh, power thing was, and they were rolling it. Oh, yeah, and yeah. The, uh, Brilliant Sphere. Br- Brilliant Sphere, yeah, yeah. It's like, never give up, never surrender. Oh, and then they amazing. had a Dr. Lazarus who said, oh, do shut up. <laughs> Yeah, Salt yeah. Lake crushed it on that. Yeah, cosplay. there were a bunch of uh, voice actors that did like additional voices in Spaceballs. Uh, Rob Paulson, as I mentioned, was the Spaceball with the comb. Uh, Tress McNeil is the voice of one of the Dinks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael York, uh, who I knew from the uh, <laughs> Zeffirelli yeah, Romeo and Juliet, Juliet. <laughs> where he was Tybalt. See, and I knew him as D'Artagnan from one of the early. Oh Three my God, films. he is D'Artagnan in one of the early Three Musketeers films, and also. A Man in the Iron a- uh, Mask movie made by like the same. Oh my! Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Or they might have called that film the Fourth Musketeer. Yeah, but he's uh he's the, the ape. Remember the scene with the the ape in Spaceballs? Yeah, it's really clearly Michael York too when you think about it. Like he has that like very Michael Yorky like. That's my favorite oh, okay, okay. favorite British voice. Joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, great movie. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Spaceballs cast, uh, yeah. where we watch one minute oh. of Spaceballs and discuss that minute. <laughs> Don't joke, I'd do it. Nope. Don't, Don't joke, joke, I'd do it. Apparently there's like a, a, a Mad Max Fury Road podcast where they talk about five minute increments. Yeah. Of, oh. And I need to get on that. Yeah, Eric Ishii was on that. Yes, yeah. and I need to get to them before they're done because yep. I have to be on that podcast <laughs> or I'll die. Yep. So Yuri Lowenthal, if you are listening oh. to this. Ooh. Whoa, putting him on blast. Yeah, I was like, we could probably, I could probably get you in touch with Yuri pretty easily. And I could probably stalk him too because we worked on 935 together, which was a uh, short film based yeah. on the, um, the Nazi zombie level of Perfect. We'll, we'll get you in touch with Yuri and then we'll get, um, yeah, it's like I once put eyeshadow on your wife. And yeah, then I well put then, fake we'll, well, then we you. can get Tara. That's the best way to introduce yourself to anyone. It's like hi, I put eyeshadow, I put on, eyeshadow your wife. on your wife, yep. and then I put fake blood all over you, but yep. you don't remember. Yeah, well then we can get Tara to come on our podcast because she's Usagi's mom and also Kelly <gasps> oh, yeah. uh, Knight. That's right. Yeah, she's very nice. Yeah, so I think this is a See, plan. We'll swap. Perfect. So we'll swap me for her. Okay. <laughs> I think you guys are probably getting the better deal. But <laughs> And then Yuri will have you on the Mad Max podcast. Oh, they're not so, ready. Such a weird kind of like podcast exchange program yes. going on. <laughs> I like that. We should start a podcast exchange I think program. That's a great idea. Yeah. Podcast yeah. exchange program. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, so any uh, any final thoughts on uh, Salt Lake Comic Con before we 
bring this live from Salt Lake Comic Con episode to a close. I have uh, one final story, and it technically took place adjacent to Comic Con, okay. but it's one of Sam's finest moments. Oh, it was oh. so good. <laughs> so at one point, uh, one of the mornings of con, because I'm originally from Salt Lake, some friends of mine said, "Hey, do you want to go grab breakfast?" Oh, this is a good story. Uh, so we all we all left the convention center, went down the street, and walked into this old Art Deco restaurant called Lamb's. Super cute restaurant. Mm-hmm. Super cute. It was nice. Early in it the was day, cool, yeah. dimly lit, very old. good food too. Yeah, it's a very old looking restaurant. Yeah, though. like oh, it's very yeah. classic. Looking. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it was it's been little, there since the since oh, the 20s. Sure. It was a little bizarre to order huevos rancheros, which I think is of being a relatively like contemporary breakfast item yeah. in terms of like white people eating it. Right, right. In a twenties uh, style. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So so we sit down at this table and, and uh, uh There's uh, ten of us. There's ten of us and a very mm-hmm. dapper man, older man with a mustache comes over. And you know when ten people are ordering things, orders will change and it, everyone talks over each other. He remembered everybody's orders really well and I, and I he was didn't write so, it down. And he didn't write anything down. I was so excited and I started talking to everyone about how good he was at taking these orders and Sam, without missing a beat, just says, well, you know he's a ghost, right? <laughs> <laughs> He just—he had a very ghost <laughs> presence about him. And he hadn't touched anything <laughs> touched yet. Touched anything, had the handful mustache. He kind of looked like he was from the 20s. Yeah. I was half expecting to walk out and see him in a black and white photo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when the, the yeah, when the shining, yeah. and then like he was here when they first opened, <laughs> or like a, 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 a contemporary-looking waitress came, comes around the corner, is like, "I'm here to take your drink orders." Oh, the other guy helped us. The other guy. What other guy? Are you oh. describing the man with the mustache? This must be the 30th He's anniversary. Been here for 40 years. <laughs> it, it was the best joke Amazing. Sam has ever told in his entire life. Uh. Also, if you're in Salt Lake, eat at Lambs. Oh my so God, it was, it was good. It was good. It was really so good. good. And uh, the guy is. Possibly not a ghost. Mm, mm, mm. No, I mean, I don't know. I'm still convinced he's he a ghost. Still be a Probably ghost. not a ghost. I haven't. I didn't see him leave the restaurant. That's true. That's true. Mm. Uh, and my final story is uh, on the last day on Saturday, I was sitting back in the green room, just like having a coffee or whatever, and all of a sudden I just hear this voice like from the table next to me being like, "I really." Those are some great boots. And it's <laughs> Michael Rooker and Phil Lamar turns to me and he's like, "We've been discussing how much we like your boots." And I was like, "Oh, okay, great." And then and Michael Rooker's like, "Yeah, those are great. Also, I like your purse. Hello Kitty. Awesome." <laughs> so, thanks to all of you, Michael Rooker likes Michael Hello Rooker Kitty. likes Hello Kitty. Yeah. Uh, so every time you re- you decide to rewatch Walking Dead, just picture Merle <laughs> With some sassy, <laughs> sassy, stylish boots yeah. with a Hello Kitty bag. Yeah. <laughs> or Yondu. Yondu could be yeah, rocking yeah, some Yondu. Hello Kitty. Oh, I could def- definitely see Yondu, Yondu with some Hello some Kitty stuff. Some dashboard sure. swag that's Hello yeah. Kitty. Oh, yeah. And somebody's trying to tell him that it's not cool, and he's like, a boole, 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 So good. Uh, yeah, so it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good time. Very yeah. time. I really enjoyed doing my my dark tower panel a lot. Oh, it went oh, very yeah. well. I yeah. thought it went really well. I was yeah. really worried because like I'm not an author, and all of the other people on that panel were. And I'm like, I just really like the dark tower. <laughs> you kept you kept throwing ideas out, and you watched them just stop for a second. You'd be like, Oh well, I always thought this, and they'd be like, What? Uh, that's true. I made a reference to Orpheus and Eurydice, and I thought the guy next to me was going to have an aneurysm because he was like, did you just make a reference to Orpheus and Eurydice? I was they, like, I, yeah. I'm pretty Orpheus. sure that guy's in love with you now. I think uh-huh. so. Pretty sure that guy's in love with you. I don't remember that guy's name. Well, he's yeah. in love with you now. Okay. Yeah. Get in line. Yep. Hey. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, and uh, and thank you to everyone who came to our panel. Yes, uh, yes. Full it was house. a good panel. It, it was, was a good panel, guys. It was. It, it went extremely well. I I loved the keynote that you put together, Kelby. It thank was, you. It was a whole lot of fun, and it was. And I and I had that same thing happen to me on the panel, where just like the back of my brain opened up and was like, "Here's all this information stored from when you were 14." It was like in a uh, oh god, Inside Out, where they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, oh, we've been saving this file." For yeah. Yeah, that was exactly what the happened little, to me. The little man in Emma's head just dusted off yes. a VHS case, yeah. and it was like, in case of emergency, yeah. here is some yeah. magical it's girl like, knowledge. It's like sometimes I'll be giving a tour uh, at Universal, and I'll drive by like some set or whatever, and, it, and it's the same thing where like the back of my brain unlocks, and I'm just able to name every single human being that worked on the film and all the awards that it won. And it's like I don't know that information, but it just like magically appears. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the the panel was super fun. The room mm-hmm. was packed. Great energy. Great crowd. Um, I like to think that everyone who hasn't seen Cute High is now going oh, to watch Cute obviously High. Obviously, going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of, are you guys caught up? Did you watch no. the episode from Thursday when we were no, at yeah. no, I We yet. got in super late. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I uh, didn't wake up until 1130 today. So. <laughs> I was on my lunch break at 1130 today. Both of us are crazy over <laughs> Some of us are lazy pieces of shit. I, I, woke up this, I woke up at noon and then immediately had to watch an episode of One Punch Man because there were so oh, many yeah. good One Punch cosplayers. Yeah. I was like... I gotta know what's going on with this thing. Great, and I watched it and was series. like, yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty, it's a good one to cosplay. I, I could see why, I could see why all the dudes, that, especially the guys Saitama. that have yeah. no hair were like, my time has come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. is a great character. Mm. He's a really great character. Uh, I got to the episode where he got angry because he thought he missed the sale. Oh yeah. Oh, the supermarket sale. That's a good one. I, if I thought that I would look good bald, I would do it. I would shave, I would go all the way. <laughs> but I know for a fact, I have a lumpy ass head. <laughs> so it does not look good. You know, yeah, it's not even lumpy. You've got like this like ama- like this cone thing, but it's not like a tall cone. It's not but, like, like a cone head. But your head comes to a point in the middle. Okay. It's, so yeah. you're not really lumpy. You're, you're, you're not just sharp. My, you're not helping my case though. Oh no, I know. I'm yeah. just saying. Like, I'm just saying yeah. it's unique. Okay. Uh, you don't have like a, a beautiful round head like no, Saitama does. Yeah, not Neither a round you. head. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys. So uh, again, if you were at the panel, thank you so much for coming. We uh, love you. For those of you who are in the greater Houston area, don't forget you can see Kelby and I this coming weekend uh, at uh, Amazing Houston Comic Con. Our panel is on Sunday at 2. Awesome. Yep, Sunday at two. Uh, I can't go. I have to be here for uh, detentions and dragon yes. detention and dragons reasons. Yeah, pretty cool. So uh, it is pretty cool. But yeah, do but so if you are in Houston, do come see us. Uh, even if you can't come on Sunday, come to the convention. We'll be there all weekend and say hello because I know we have some fans in Houston and we really want to meet you guys. Exactly. Um, and if there's any sort of issues of you guys getting to the convention, let me know and I, I can uh, try someone. to... I will kill somebody, exactly. Whoa. I will murder someone Ooh. and get you in. No, but I, I, I will uh, <laughs> try to figure out a way for us to at least do a meetup even if you uh, cannot attend right. the convention. We can meet you out in the wild. Exactly. There's a new anime store in Houston. We're going to go. <gasps> Are we going to go? We're going to go. Oh, We're going to get an Uber. Bring... It's going to be good. I need to bring money. Uh, yes. So, I need uh, you a list. Yes. Give me a list uh, of things list. to pick up I, for I you. I have some things I need. I need. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, I was upset about that at uh, oh, that Salt was Lake. such a funny I was actually, moment. I was actually looking for like, uh, like, uh, uh, like oh, a, booth. A, a booth that sold comic books or manga. But then it, it hit me because I wasn't looking for any comic books. And then I told Kelby, oh, my God, this sentence came out of my mouth. And she goes, what? I am – all I can find are comic books at a comic convention. 
but I can't find manga. Oh! <laughs> How the tables turn. <laughs> well, well, uh... well. No, yeah, because he was like, oh, do you think that... Oh, no, they'd probably just have comic books. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the weebening is complete. Uh, <laughs> you have officially become a weeb. You have arrived. I have, I have, <laughs> but I'm not upset about it. I'm happy. Well, good. We're happy about it, too. And mm. we're happy that we have so many people out there enjoying the podcast, Woo. listening every week. So thank you. So much for that. Uh, Lola, where can people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me anywhere you find an unwinona. U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. If you find an unwinona, that's a me. Kelby. You can find me on Twitter at RealFeminerdity, as in the real thing. You can find me on Instagram and Tumblr. Feminerdity, just one word. Think femininity and nerd and make them marry each other. Have a baby. And have a baby. frequent collaborator, Sam McClellan. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at the Spider Sam. Uh, go ahead and tweet at me if you got any suggestions for animes or manga. I'm up for I'm up for it. I, I, want, I want to try some stuff. Well. And I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. All Fs as in Fred, no S's as in Snake. Uh, and be sure to follow this podcast on Twitter at L. LNJ pod letter L is in love letter N Nancy letter J justice pod first part of podcast you can also find us on Facebook at love and justice a serious Sailor Moon podcast or email us at love and justice pod at gmail.com if you are an iTunes user we do appreciate getting those iTunes reviews we got rated again but there's no review oh it may just not have turned up yet because mm. once you rate a podcast, it takes a few days for an actual written review to show up. Okay. So if if you did, in fact, recently um, rate us and leave a review, just be aware that the, the review may not be up there. Um, and then somebody did tweet at me also uh, that they left a review in the Canadian iTunes store. Yeah. I promise that I will switch over my region to Canada and look at that and uh, give you the proper shout out that you deserve on the next episode of the podcast. So again, thanks guys for listening and uh, we will talk at you all again very, very soon. And until then, stay magical. That was really good, Sam. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>